0: Mother of God and be golly and be Garam and be jesus, you're very welcome to Tura Laura. two O's in Tura, two O's in Laura. We are the podcast where we celebrate and explore and talk about folk songs and everything that revolves around them Myself being Joshua Lachlan and my friend here being Christian Dugstad all the way from Osley Hello from Osley, Osley Oslo City, kid. (laughs) Oslo City.
1: Oslo. Uh, I I think Oslo is the only city in Norway that has an Irish spelling, actually. And it's Oslo with a father on the second O. (laughs) (laughs) Impressive stuff. Oslo.
0: Oslo. (laughs) Nice. I like it. O-L-S-O, father. So, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how you... Irish eyes, any word really? Just yeah. add a foda to one of the vowels, and you're you're doing well. You're on the right track.
1: Do you think that's that's part of um, the, the the I don't know the Irish board or whatever <laughs> it's called that they do they do only capital cities around the, <laughs> around the world, and then they leave all all the others ale- like
0: alone? I don't know. But I I'd love to know who actually sits down and decides on the new Irish translations for things because some of them are. Fairly questionable, to be honest with you. It's just English words with (laughs) fadas.
1: Yeah, well, um, on that note, um, again, I know I've mentioned it a lot of times and I will mention it again. If you're interested in in the Irish language and they've talked about who decides new words and and all of that, um, the Mother Folklore podcast is actually ending. uh, After after four years of podcasting, they've decided to... um, to hang up the the mics and uh, um, yeah do other they ran stuff. Out of
0: words to talk about <laughs> <laughs> well they don't
1: do a word every episode but it's a fantastic uh, podcast if you're interested in that kind of stuff so so check it out bef- well it's not going to be too late it's always going to be there but um, if you really like it and you want to send them a message i think you still have the chance i th- don't think the last episode has come out yet but they did uh, put up uh, an announcement saying that it's going to end that's enough plugging of
0: um, I was about to say Christian you sound like a walking advertisement there we (laughs) haven't even plugged ourselves yet yeah let's plug ourselves Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah go ahead Josh you can do it so we are Tora Laura a podcast as I said that talks about folk songs and you will find us wherever you feckin want to find us you'll find us on Facebook Tora Laura not the children's clothing brand the other one you will find us on Instagram at Toralora Podcasts. You will find us at an email address sitting in a server somewhere in the desert over in California. You will find a little box that holds are you all sure? our messages. I mean, servers somewhere in the world. It's well, not necessarily aren't, aren't Google servers, s- servers over there in Ireland. S- some of them are. Some of them are. S- I can't guarantee. Maybe. Maybe. They could be sitting. Actually, they're opening a new data center in County Clare. It's going to be one of the biggest ones in Europe. <laughs> Touralura podcast at I.e., <laughs> Don't listen to him, folks. Our email address is podcast at gmail.com for all your questions, comments and complaints.
1: Oh, speaking of, um, you can send us in uh, emails and, and some people have uh, done that. Um, and we had uh, the great pleasure of presenting an uh, episode last week. Uh, with uh, Billy Tracy as our second ever guest. And we talked about a fantastic Dublin ballad known as uh, Easy and Slow. Um, Easy
0: and slow, or
1: hard and fast, depending on what you're into. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And we have gotten a great uh, response to that. We, We all, like Josh said before we pressed record, we always get a great response to every of our two.
0: (laughs) Uh, guest episodes Uh, so we it's easy to have 100% success rate with guest episodes when you've only had two guests yeah which is why we we... want guests folks we want messages and suggestions and suggest yourself come on and talk shit with us why not
1: please do but yeah people people loved uh, or liked uh, appreciated uh, the conversation <laughs> that we had with uh, Billy um Paddy uh, who suggested Billy uh, sent in a message which you will read uh, very soon Josh but we also got an email from um a new uh, friend uh, I'm just going to call you a friend, John. I haven't met you. And this is our first uh, conversation ever. But he sends in an email just after the podcast dropped. He says, um, hi, uh, both my wife and I have been uh, Billy Tracy fans for years. Uh, Love the interview and the stories you all told. I found Billy Tracy on social media, Periscope, and tuned into most of his gigs. Where uh, I also found Paddy from New Zealand. So there, there you are again, Paddy. Paddy seemed to be uh, a character that pops up in in a lot of um, of these conversations and stories. Well, he he goes on to say many friendships were made there on Periscope, and many meetups occurred. Uh, and we were at O'Shea's in the summer of. 2017 but missed Billy and Anna Mary playing by a half hour and we had to get the last train to Dundalk as they were about ready to start their gig. I still am kicking myself in the seat of The plans for not staying and getting a lift. In March 2018, I'm just going to read the whole thing, Josh. Okay. Uh, Paddy had gathered a group of good Periscope people to ascend on Ireland in March, which my wife and I were invited. Um, Unfortunately, we were tapped out of holiday funds. Both had to work and had to turn down the invite. They broadcasted with uh, Billy... And the scope from all the pubs from Dublin to Galway. All I can say now is that if the opportunity arises again, we'll jump on it. We both now uh, we are both now retired, like yourselves. We are waiting till the musicians will let back out. Um, into the pubs to visit Ireland. We all hope this happens very soon. The hardships you have all been through since March 2020 is heartbreaking. As patrons of the great Irish musicians on social media, we tip wherever we can. And although it's not much, we hope it puts some groceries on the shelves for the families. We just want it to be known. That the rest of the world knows that you musicians are going through some tough, frustrating times now, and we all hope it ends in the short future. Just be prepared for the flood of tourists. Doesn't that sound great, Josh? As for <laughs> our friend, yeah, as what, for our what used pan- to be
0: a curse is now a blessing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: As for our friend Paddy, you all need to take note of what she says as she knows what she is talking about. She de- deserves another shout-out. So that's a shout-out to you, Paddy, and we'll, we'll get reading your message very soon. But that's an email from John Harty in Dumfries in Virginia. Hello, he John. Says, you use my name if you want to, and we just did, John, so thanks very much for the email. Well, it sounds like this Periscope thing, uh, from talking to Billy and fr- from hearing what people have to say like I'm I'm not
0: too familiar with the whole thing are you Josh? I'm not sure if it's still up and running it, it could be if anyone knows send us in a message and let us know but Periscope sounded like kind of one of the old school live streaming sites and it was a really really uh, close-knit community and people like as you can see a lot of friendships were made and lasting yeah. bonds were made that kept going and it's actually like Billy told us I don't know if we released that part in the show but the name Billy Tracy and the scope actually came from Periscope exactly because yeah. he was uh he was one of the uh what's the word one of the hard-hitting members of Periscope that was streaming all his gigs live and getting out there around the world it sounds like a really interesting uh method of distribution yeah I suppose would be the way to put it
1: it sounds like uh, yeah it sounds like it. Can Can you imagine starting a band c- calling it Joshua Lachlan and the Gram, or Joshua Lachlan <laughs> and the Book, or the Tube? No, it, it sounds like Periscope was yeah. um, a bit more close knit than that. But like Christie and the Zoomers, <laughs> Christy and the Zoomers, yeah. But I mean, you aren't. No, that yeah. Uh, but um, I mean, you can see it. You can still see it, like. Um, whenever the fin stream or or yourself mm-hmm. you stream or we stream like it it looks like there's still a bit of that close knit absolutely type feeling, like
0: i'm be- i'm noticing that a lot like there's a lot of friendships that i've seen like start and grow and continue into more lasting things through live streams which is amazing mm. and through comment sections and yeah it's a new concept around the world but i i have seen it like you're making friends in four corners of the globe it's really and they're actually they're friends that are sticking you know yeah. they're visiting each other and it's really interesting. really interesting yeah i
1: mean like if if that sort of of conversation level of conversation was going on on a real gig uh out on the festival that that would be a really rude audience actually <laughs> <laughs> it's true no, but it's i mean th- even even with yourself and myself when we've been on live and we are basically just talking and yeah. you can still see the people in the comment section having, having conversations complete, of their own yeah completely different conversations going like, yeah. I, d- I don't know how they pay attention to whatever. Like, maybe it's <laughs> just a place to meet up. Like, it's the pub and you go it's there. It's a real social thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. But they're
0: also <laughs> supporting the musicians and supporting the people that are streaming. So it's... Yeah, definitely. It's you know, good, it's, like- it's, it's,
1: it's really great. It feels kind of like being in the pub and, and you're there, you're, you're playing, you're on stage and you're playing music and you know the people around in the pub are going to have their own conversations and that's part of the vibe as well like it yeah. wouldn't be a, a pub gig if you were sitting there and everyone were all ears just looking at you complete silence like that that would be the same vibe like yeah. that's great too but it's something different <laughs>
0: <laughs> for sure speaking of paddy should i read out Paddy's yeah go on, go on the notorious paddy patrick down there in new zealand so she wrote us in a message as well after hearing Billy. She was actually the one that actually first emailed us and suggested Billy as a guest. Now I've played with Billy for years and Billy would be, well I would consider Billy a good friend anyway. And I've always had great times playing music with him. But Paddy has great times travelling around and following his music and listening to him. And she wrote to us and said, Brilliant guys, thoroughly enjoyed it and listening to my friend Billy chat. Always loved Billy singing easy and slow. And man, didn't he sing it beautifully for the podcast? He did a great job of it. I remember when he lost his mass, so it was lovely to hear him talking affectionately about her. We saw her briefly on one of his live streams back when I first started following him in 2015 on Periscope. Uh, I guess, Josh, you know all the others in the band who have become such good friends since meeting and spending time with them in 2018. Anna Mary. Anna Mary is the fiddle player in Billy's band, and she was actually in university with me. We studied music together. Um, Anthony Ward, who I played many, many tunes with over the years. Hello, Anthony, if you're listening. And Titch, he's a great banjo player that used to play many, many nights in O'Donoghue's. All the times I was there, he was there too. Bernie Tynan, lovely fiddle player. And Johnny Foley, who I don't know, but hello to Johnny, who no longer plays with the Scope. Billy is a natural storyteller, probably why I'm so drawn to the likes of the Finns and Billy. I'd love if you could get them on sometime again. Well done, and thanks for the shout-out. No bother at all, Paddy, and thank you for being a loyal listener and loyal follower of Tura Laura and Fins and Billy Tracy and all of that good stuff. It's great to have you listening to us. When we yeah. first started this podcast, we didn't really know if anyone was going to listen. We were doing it for ourselves and we said, sure, if one person listens, we're doing well. Yeah. And we're actually getting a good response. So we're happy out, guys. Great yeah. to yeah. have you. Uh, definitely. And
1: and thanks so much for suggesting, Billy, and... um and keep on keep keep them coming like the suggestions are like obviously we're we're doing this because we enjoy it ourselves but if you enjoy it too then that's fantastic <laughs> and if we can help you enjoy it more by talking to to the people that you find uh, are are great s- songwriters or or musicians or storytellers then that's fantastic so absolutely so let us know send those
0: emails in and we do have a few guest suggestions to work through. We have another one or two lined up. Another Absolutely. one or two that we're working on lining up. Yep. Yeah. And all of that. So yeah.
1: Yeah. We have we have big dreams. We hope that that down the line we can we can get the likes of, of Christy Moore and Andy Irvine, <laughs> but don't don't tell anyone. It, it yeah. it's it's good to have the big dreams, but
0: <coughs> so, we, yeah, so we'll if see. you're listening, lads, it's a shout. <laughs> Yeah, Toralora podcast at gmail.com yeah for all your podcasting needs exactly exactly what are we doing christy <sighs> what are What's we doing?
1: well we we thought with um we'd do a bit of um uh, a visit to the past the fir- first thing we ever recorded uh, well we did do a microphone test um early early in 2021 but the first our first attempt at an episode was uh, which is a story we've already told on the yeah. podcast, was a song called Bound for Caledonia, which is a song that uh, we have uh, played quite a lot. And when we recorded uh, our album West Towards Home uh, with the Boxty Gang, uh, which is Josh and myself and our good friend uh, Rory Costlow, which you can hear if you go back to um, to our live podcast launch uh, on, on Facebook um, he's he's interviewed there um, towards the end. Um, we did record uh, a version of Bound for Caledonia, so we're gonna we're, we we uh, didn't feel like our original take on on a Bound <laughs> for Caledonia episode uh, was broadcastable. Uh, it was a fair attempt, but we were still a bit uh, uh, str- I don't know, like stuck in in our. <laughs> Uh,
0: Tora Laura was still in diapers at the time, Christian. Yeah. <laughs> it needed a bit of development, you know.
1: It was a bit rigid and, and strange to listen back <laughs> to that one, especially after after doing this for... Uh, well, I guess this is our 20th episode, so I happy... I think it actually might be. Happy 20, anniversary. Twentieth anniversary. yeah. Uh, so it's a good time to revisit that one and get it off the um, to-do list and, and we yeah. can we can bury the old recording somewhere deep and dark and maybe we can stick it up if we ever create a Patreon or something <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> God help us, I can't
0: even remember what we talked about. I just remember talking and talking and talking. But should we do that yeah. anyway too?
1: Yeah. You think about? yeah, I mean, yeah. So so we're <laughs> revisiting Bound for Caledonia, fantastic song that we love uh, and will tell you all about the song. Well, everything we know anyway, after we've uh, played you
0: our take on the song so uh, Josh so this is another song about ships and seafaring and all of that fun stuff that we've discussed countless times in the past in our short term of 20 episodes and it's about a poor young girl and depending on which version of the song you hear she goes through a lot of hardships or just a few hardships and then gets saved at the end other versions she doesn't get saved but we'll, we'll keep that talk for afterwards Christian Take it away, set the scene.
1: Sailor and his true love sat down to make them moan. When by were came their own countryman, saying, Rise up, me bonnie lassie. Make haste and come away There's a vessel lying bound for Caledonia Oh, said the sailor Are you willing for to pay Five hundred guineas before on board you go I'll pay them black and farthing before on board we go If you take me to my bunny Caledonia Oh, said the sailor Her money we will take when we're out on sea, we will throw her over deck Or sell her for a slave long before they know she's gone And she'll never see her bunny, Caledonia Oh no, said the captain, No, oh, that I'll never do For there are no slaves sold into our country, no They would hang us one and all, they would hang us every man If we sold her for a slave in Caledonia But the sailor, she's lying down below And she's bound foot and hand and ready overboard to throw Now she's bound foot and hand and ready overboard to throw And she'll never see her bunny Caledonia So the captain away to the fair maid, he has gone, saying What is the reason that you lie here so long? And what is the reason you're lying here at all? For you paid your passage there to Caledonia. Oh, said the lassie, oh, woe is me, that ever I was born sick, hardships for to see. For the sailor's got a lassie, he loves better far than me, and it causes me to weep for Caledonia. So the captain, away to the sailor, is gone and is taking him by the neck. And he's over, boarding throne, saying, Take this cup of water, though the liquor be but strong, And drink your lassie's health to Caledonia. West until they reached the land they loved the best and the winds they did cry and the seas they did beat and they arrived safe in Caledonia and it had not been more than three quarters of a year when he found silks and satins and made for her to wear now his found silts and satins and made for her to go. And she's the captain's wife in Caledonia.
0: so many memories it's bringing me back Christian I'm thinking of I'm thinking of February 2019 I'm thinking of Glasgow Celtic Connections that was the last time probably that we played that together on stage oh oh no I'm wrong I'm wrong we would have played in September but as, as a band as a full band
1: yeah yeah definitely last
0: time we played as a full band that uh, folks we have the wonderful Eddie Kavanagh on baron there and Mr. Brian Corrie, my fellow Clareman is playing the whistle and it was a pleasure to have them and like we said the other member of the band Rory Costello is on the bass guitar there and that was fun times
1: Great fun, and I think it's um, it's important to mention as well. Um, the song is obviously bound for Caledonia, uh, which we're going to get into. But but at the end, the tune that was played is called "Needle in the Apple" and is written by the prolific tune writer Josh O. Locklin. <laughs> Remind Holific. me, I, I think you've m- maybe told this on the podcast before, but uh, remind me, what is the story of The Needle in the Apple? I remember it, but it's a great story. So.
0: Um, the story of The Needle, so my, I was in the kitchen with my granddad one day, my grandfather, who lives across the road from me, and he was stitching up a trousers or stitching something. He was, he was sewing and fixing something, but he had an apple on the counter that was full of needles. And I was like, what are you doing with, with the apple and all the needles? And he said, I can't find the pin cushion. So he was using the apple as a pin cushion for all the needles that he was using while sewing. So I wrote that tune and I called it The Needle in the Apple.
1: Fucking fantastic. I love <laughs> it. And again, it like, goes, goes to say, like the names of tunes are just... Great, and if you close your eyes and listen back, just jump, jump back um, to to the song in the pod, or go to Spotify or whatever you want, and and just listen to the tune again, and close your eyes and imagine a bright <laughs> red red cooking apple, uh, or they might be green. I don't, I it was don't know. a red one. It was a red, uh, one. a red apple with just a load of needles in them, uh, <laughs> and and uh, a really tall, thin. Uh, um, Galway man, <coughs> Galway man, uh, fixing his trousers, and and the apple with the needles just beside him, and and the tea and the, and digestives and the full yeah. shebang in a in a lovely house in in County Clare. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you exactly where because um, Josh have given out to me before.
0: <laughs> Christian was giving away my exact address there one day. On the podcast, and I had to edit it out and give out to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, and you know, who'd be showing up at my door? You know, like it over
1: here in in the capital city. Uh, well, obviously in Dublin too. Like you wouldn't be able to to find it just because I told you whether it's Dublin eight or Dublin five. But <laughs> telling telling like the the part of town in Clare is, is is obviously enough to to find the house.
0: To be perfectly honest with you, in a place like Clare the town is probably enough sometimes. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> well, it is what it is.
0: That's as much as you're getting, folks. Inish, kundé That's
1: it. And we are talking about Bound for Caledonia. So, uh, facts about the song. How much do we actually know, Josh?
0: Um, well, we know that it is a Scottish song, obviously. Caledonia, for all of you non-Latin speakers out there, is the old Latin name for Scotland. Yep. And... Yeah, it's a story about a girl following her love abroad and a myth of the shipboard Jonah, according to mainly Norfolk dot i dot info. And it's not the song by Dougie McLean, as it is often confused with. Dougie yep. McLean's song is Caledonia, and on our album we called this song Bound for Caledonia, but on other albums it's actually called Caledonia, which in it, my opinion can get a little bit confusing. Um, There's a lot of versions of it. We learned our version from the wonderful Colleen Rainey, who was over in America. And well, the first version I ever heard was from the man sitting on the screen opposite me right now, Mr. Christian Dugstad. (laughs) And it was an absolutely gorgeous. I I think he played it at the Steiner School in Oslo. I think you might have. And I just turned around and went, what the fuck was that? Play it again. (laughs) And that was it. (laughs) Like that. Like, it's by far one of my favourite songs that you play, Christian, and when we decided to make the album, I think it might have been the first song I suggested that we record, if I'm not mistaken, because I just, I wanted it on the album. (laughs) I think it's gorgeous. But Christian, you got it from Colleen Rainey. Where did you first hear Colleen Rainey play it?
1: Um, funnily enough, uh, I heard it on uh, the podcast uh, that we talked about two weeks ago. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the or two two or three weeks ago, Irish and Celtic music podcast, which is hosted by Mark Gunn over in America, uh, which runs a uh, like one one or two hour show of of uh, independent Irish music, Irish Mm -hmm. and Celtic music, every single week. Um, And this must have been, yeah, well, it's it's at least 10 years ago now that I was listening to to that podcast and he played the song and that was it. I went in and I bought it and uh, there was no turning back and (laughs) it's a fantastic song. And it's like, I was, I was still in my early days of, um, of playing a little bit of dadgad. I was still playing standard tuning, but I did tune down the guitar and tried dadgad out a Mm -hmm. little bit and, um this song lends itself really well to the early stages of Dadgad cuz it's if you play the i'm I'm going a little bit technical now so so bear with me I, I don't want to go into a full on uh, the banjo came from africa sort of excuse of thing, me but <laughs> if you play the like the the, the second simplest for well the simplest form of a D major chord which is only the the index finger on on the second fret on the third string or something and like you only use two fingers and then you move that up and and move them together and you do that two times then you get that beginning that dum-ba-ba-dum-ba-ba-dum-ba-ba-da-ba-dum vibe and it's (laughs) so like once you do that you kind of fall in love with Dadgat so that might have been maybe the first song I properly learnt on on Dadgat guitar which is Again, not to, to, I. I just assume that everyone knows what I mean. But Dadgad <laughs> is a tuning, a, an open tuning of the guitar, where you tune the E string down to D, the the, yeah. the low string, and then you go on your D A D G A D.
0: Quite common in folk music and Irish music in general because yeah. it lends itself very well. There's no basically there's no third in the chord to get. Yeah, it, so it's very modal and it works well with folk music.
1: Yeah, very easy to get way. drones to get the guitar to 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 play drones and um, and have like s- strings ring through, even though you're changing chords. A lot of the strings are just ringing all the time, and it, it gets that folky vibe. It's really good for like open tunings are great for for Americana as well, as far yeah. as I know, like bluegrass and 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 yeah, the so more um maybe not like the traditional like mm-hmm. country country where you want that those closed chords but but more like well it's very common on dobro and slide guitars and, and that sort of stuff for example yeah. so yeah um, the,
0: the song itself the lyrics come from John Ord's Bothy songs and ballads which you said was published when Christian? Um, I found
1: online that the first uh, edition of that was published in 1930. Okay, but Uh, we do
0: know for a fact that it's a much older song. All of these seafaring songs go well, well back. There's elements of this that are also evident in songs by Burns and everything from Burns onwards. Like a lot of seafaring songs have similar themes. If nothing else similar about it, the themes are very common in these type of songs and this type of music. But yeah, so the lyrics come from John Ord and his botty songs and ballads. The melody that we know and love is actually much newer and it is said to have been composed by a guy called Tony Cuff, who only passed away in 2001 at the age of 47, apparently. But um, he was the one that would have given the song to singers like Susan McKeown and Colleen Rainey and where they picked it up from. And it's been in the tradition basically for quite a long time and it's changed hands and changed forms and like all folk songs it's got a million different versions you know and the one that we know and love is basically the old lyrics with a slightly newer melody
1: yeah yeah I'm I'm doing a bit of research um, on the go here, as as you do, and and we've also read it's on mainly Norfolk uh, too. I, if I'm not mistaken, that yeah, plot very similar to Canada I O, which yes. seems to be just a v- version of the same song, and on mm-hmm. Mudcat you you can see that um, the earliest date uh, of Canada Canada I O or Canada I O. Um, is before 1839 so um mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's an old song it's it's um, an old song and an age-old story of the woman and the uh, longing for home like it's pretty much the plot of of every song about Irish yeah. immigrants or emigration emigra- <laughs> from Ireland and, and Scotland yeah. so f- fantastic song but we don't really know much more about the song itself Josh
0: Yeah we had a lot of ambiguities in this one like well the version that we do was a bit unclear as to who the true love really was wasn't it <laughs>
1: Yeah, because
0: uh, there seems to be several characters going on at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit
0: a hard and his true love lay down to make their moan. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. when by and where came their own country men saying rise up me bunny lassie make haste come Away, there's a vessel lying bound for Caledonia, and then they like, oh all said the sailor. So, is the sailor the countryman, or is the sailor uh the true love? And it seems like it should be the true love because when you get further down into the lyrics, like the, the lassie goes, Um, uh, oh, oh, said the lassie, oh, woe oh, is me, that ever I was sick hardships for to see because the sailor's got a uh, lassie, he loves better far than me. So, she's basically yeah. saying that. So, it's yeah, like you said, a lot of ambiguity, um, and then obviously the the captain the captain says no, he's not he's not into slavery, and he's not gonna throw her overboard and take her money, because uh, well. Uh, you can want to believe that he's a nice guy but it also sounds a bit like he's afraid of going to prison uh, yeah. and or be, being hanged basically uh, mm-hmm. so he throws the sailor overboard uh, which again like is a little bit strange why not just put him in the in the hold yeah so but again like that's what he does he throws the sailor overboard and says cheers go on Mm -hmm. pick off Wait. uh, so
0: the sailor hang on now the sailor is sitting in a pub or somewhere at a dock with his true love and then someone else comes along and says are you willing or or says make haste and come away so then the sailor is saying okay and then he turns to his true love and says are you willing to fucking give me all this money to bring you where you (laughs) want to go and then after that the same guy who's still her true love goes back to the captain and says let's throw her over deck
1: yeah it doesn't make complete sense but <laughs> sure who knows um yeah but yeah in the version that we play um we will obviously the the sailor the sorry the captain saves them saves the the lassie or the maiden and and mm-hmm. then they decide that sure will will go back to scotland as planned and then we'll get married and mm-hmm. uh, they live happily ever after in caledonia she's the captain's wife in in caledonia but if you go in into... Version. in our version but if you go into mainlynorfolk.info and you find caledonia it's route index 5543 if anyone's <laughs> interested at all uh, but that's why you have us isn't it um yep. it's plain to see when you scroll down to the lyrics they've they've put it up in a very in a very good way um a lot of people have played the song. They've attributed the lyrics, which are the same that we do, to Emily Smith's uh, mm-hmm. Smith's version, uh, the selection of verses. And they've set it up in, in a great way because you can see the empty spaces uh, yeah. wherever there is actually more to the story. And on the other side, in the other column, they have uh, the the full lyrics, uh, and they are a good bit longer. There's at least one, two, three, four, five, six verses omitted in most modern versions of the song. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you read them, it becomes a slightly different story. Um, Slightly. (laughs) A slightly different story. This Um,
0: happy song that me and Christian first knew and loved and sang quite often becomes quite... not a very happy song, to be honest. Well,
1: I mean, the ending is the same, but um, and maybe <laughs> she was happy uh, in the end. But the the conditions of uh, release uh, wasn't yeah. all that gallant uh, from the from the captain's side. Do, do, do you want to just let's see? In, yeah, in like
0: try and break it down. Like so, basically, in in the longer version all of the usual stuff happens and she gets locked up down below by the man who supposedly is her true love. Yeah. And he goes to the captain and says, we've got her locked up. We're going to throw her overboard and she'll never see Caledonia. And like in our version, it sounds like the captain is saying, what the fuck are you on about? That's not good. Why would you do that? In this version, the captain takes the sailor and throws him over like he does in our version. Then he goes down to the woman and the woman says oh, my my true love has a woman he loves better far than me and it causes me to weep for Caledonia and blah, blah, blah. And the captain, instead of saying, I'll save you and I'll bring you back to Caledonia and we'll get married, he basically says, I'm going to read the verse. Yeah. Oh, says the captain, if a promise ye will make that when we go to land, then upon me you will wait. If I would spare your life and let nobody know, you'll maybe see your pretty <coughs> Caledonia. So the last, the lassie agrees. So after the captain beats the shit out of your man and sends him overboard, he brings the woman back as a slave, basically. Yeah. (laughs) Like
1: it, um, I like I want to think that it's uh, it's uh, trying to be a bit poetic, and he's like, "Please (laughs) wait for me." But like word for word, he says, "I'll maybe." I'll maybe spare your life if you promise that you will marry me. I will maybe not let the sailor kill you, <laughs> or I will—I'll—I'll I'll, I'll get rid of the sailor anyway. But we'll see what I'll do yeah. with you. But if you promise <laughs> you'll wait for me, and you'll be my wife, then like it's—it's it's pure simple blackmail. Like,
0: yeah, pretty much. If you—if you don't want to die, come and be my servant in Caledonia. <laughs> Yeah, well, and then like a bit back from that, uh, it, and then it, he tries to make up for it by buying her some fine silks and satins. Yeah, that's
1: true, that's also true. But, but in a verse before, um, well, the sailor uh says that she's lying down below, uh, it there's a verse here in in the OG version that says, The captain away, uh, no, sorry, uh, one night as the captain he lay upon his bed, he dreamed a dream. Uh, that something uh, to him said take care of yon bonnie lass that ye brought the way for she's caused you to weep for caledonia and what does that mean like is, what does is that his is is his only reason for for saving her that he think it's some sort of divine intervention that god <laughs> spoke to him in his sleep and saying like you better take care of this woman or you won't be able to get the caledonia yeah yeah, no, it's a strange one.
0: But yeah. it's a, they wanted to sell her for a slave, first of all. Well but the, the sailor the, did.
1: Yeah. Like, we'll, the captain
0: we'll, points out that slavery is now illegal in Caledonia and he says we can't do that, but then he basically proceeds to do that. Yeah well <laughs> take her as a slave. Well,
1: yeah. I guess. Like hopefully the lassie the lassie actually found the captain a charming man and wanted to be with him anyway,
0: but kinda yeah. like Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're very set on the captain being, uh, (laughs) on on her life being a misery from
0: from there on. No, like, it sounds like it does, it still has the happy ending. Like, she went off wearing fine silks and satins, and it says, and she lives the captain's lady in Caledonia. So she obviously, at some point in the middle of all the ambiguity, becomes the captain's lady as opposed to his waitress.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually interesting like that it says the captain's lady. I don't know if that um, implies that uh, he, she is his wife or true. I- if it just means that she's a bit of a mistress and he already had a wife <laughs> in Caledonia.
0: You've also got the whole lady-in-waiting thing. Like I know back in the day they used to call their servants ladies, as in ladies-in-waiting, as in nursemaids and nannies and all that kind of stuff yeah that would also be another term for a lady but our version says no she's the captain's wife so we can assume that there's a reason that they're calling her a wife it's probably similar enough
1: let's let's hope so and it's like it's a great song it's a fantastic song but but you have to (laughs) you have to you get a bit thoughtful when when you know what it's about like yeah it's bad enough that the sailor wants to sell her for a slave or throw her over deck anyway, but but the fact that that the captain is is yeah <laughs> like requires of her to be his it's like it's terrible. It's it's yeah. terrible that Blackmail.
0: Yeah. But that's why we sing the lovely version. Yeah. The nice version that is slightly ambiguous but very enjoyable and has a happy ending unlike many Irish songs. We're not good at the old uh, happy endings. I know it's not an Irish song. This is one of those songs that has travelled all over the world but yeah. has maintained the name Caledonia. So we can assume that it's about Scotland. Well, it is about Scotland. but And we can also assume that the story is beginning in Canada where there were a lot of Canadian immigrants because other versions Scottish, of the song... Scottish in immigrants. Yeah. Other versions of the song, like we said, are songs about Canada, like Canada yeah, And it basically follows the same story of Scottish immigrants in Canada weeping for home and trying to make their way back home, which is what this girl actually succeeded in doing. So there is a happy ending. She makes her way back. Yeah. Canada I O is very similar, but it reminds me as well to songs like Mary and the Soldier in the sense that she falls in love with the sailor boy who goes off to war and it's all to do with wearing the blue jacket um fighting for canada and she goes and she wears the jacket too in some of the versions and she oh yeah yeah she pretends that she's a man and she becomes a sailor so there's a little bit of cross dressing involved in other versions
1: <laughs> which which again and, is very similar to the story of billy taylor um, yeah. with with your one um with which are one that's that's in love or bound like is about to marry Billy Taylor, but Billy Billy Taylor has to go off to sea and she yeah. follows him out on sea, uh, dressed as a sailor with mud on her face and everything, mm-hmm. and then she finds out that Billy Taylor is actually uh off uh, getting married with with another one, and she she yeah. just shoots her, which is amazing. But we'll we'll yeah. get into that some other it's, day. It's
0: interesting the blending of songs and how over the years like. One song can become ten songs, or ten songs could become one song. Yeah. Like, I'm just looking at the lyrics of Kennedy I O here, at least one version of it, and She bargained with the young sailor all for a piece of gold, and straightway he led her all down into the hold, saying, I'll dress you up in sailor's clothes, your colour shall be blue, and you will see that seaport town called Canada I.o. When the sailors heard this, they fell into a row, and all the whole ship's company were willing to engage. We'll tie her hands and feet, my boys, and overboard we'll throw. She never will see that seaport town called Kennedy I O. So it's a blend of songs here. We've got a bit of Billy Taylor in there. We've got a little bit of "Bound for Caledonia." We've probably got a little bit of things like "The Close Shave" or things like "Mary and the Soldier" as well. Yeah. So it's all it's all it's all falling into place, Christian. Yeah, <laughs> I it's all can't coming wait. together. I can't wait to the future when when <laughs> we
1: have all of these songs about the Instagram and the snow like and none that I rode out on a um, bright. May morning, and I sent a Snapchat or a DM to my friend, and we <laughs> we went on and we we zoomed from from <laughs> Ireland to, to Norway and Rio.
0: Yeah, the modern versions of old folks <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> A true. Uh, if
1: if if I, I dressed had...
0: up in sailor's clothes and went on onlyfans.com <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean. Like if I if I had ink like the rosy morning if I had papers so snowy white a true love letter to you I'd write. It's like if I had if <laughs> I had an iPhone twelve I'd send you a love message.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd sext you all evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but I
1: can't because I only have. Uh, Samsung Galaxy S2 that I inherited from my uncle.
0: <laughs> I can't afford my credit. <laughs> <laughs> I have no
1: data left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Uh, modern, we, we need to develop that idea, Christian. The old uh, modern day versions of old folk songs. Yeah, Turn maybe even Shannos. Yeah.
1: translate them into Irish and, and write them into a proper shanas. It's like there's
0: a brilliant uh, there's a brilliant meme there of 200 years ago and it's a woman in a dress standing on a balcony looking out to sea and it says he hasn't written to me in two months I wonder if he's dead and then there's like a a modern person lying on a bed looking at her phone saying he hasn't answered me in 10 minutes I wonder if he's with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Exactly. Yeah. The difference between then and now. Uh, yeah. Getting back to the song, Susan McKeown in her sleeve notes was writing about uh, Tony Cough and all of that good stuff. Um, she wrote, In the summer of 1999, I taught a couple of Irish song classes at Swan and O'Neill Gathering near Asheville, North Carolina. shared a quiet wooden house among the trees with Paddy O'Brien and Tony Cough. Paddy O'Brien is a very prolific and amazing uh, figure in Irish music history. Definitely worth looking up from Tipperary. Each afternoon, Tony would be playing in his room, carefully preparing a store of songs for his classes the next day. We traded CDs at the end of the week, and on his I was delighted to find this wonderful song telling of a woman's adventure on the high seas with a happy ending. It's nice that she sees it that way. She obviously didn't hear the longer version. These lyrics from John Orle's body Songs and Ballads were set to music by Tony who passed away in 2001 at the age of 47. It sounds like Tony Cuff was a really interesting character and I'm definitely going to come away from this and look him up because he has a few different albums there that are worth listening to, so it seems. Um... Yeah, he has several albums. One of them is actually, ironically, called "When First I Came to Caledonia," and it's definitely worth looking at. I think.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And that's that's brilliant, and there are um, other v- versions as well. Like Emily Smith, like I I said, is is here on on mainly Norfolk, and you can f- find her version on on um, the YouTube. But it's obviously clean, clean, rainy with um, Comma. McCarthy, I, I believe that is my so. the, the version that's closest to my heart personally <laughs> except for our own versions <laughs> version obviously (laughs) not to
0: toot our own horns or anything christian's version would be the og for me because it's where i first heard it (laughs) colleen is a close second
1: yeah no absolutely great version so you should definitely go in and listen to it and and the links the links to, to to that version and our own version and probably a couple of other versions will be in the show notes so so you can scroll down and you we we got um we got a text from from um, from Kelly our our friend uh the other day where she said that she she found the show notes and she was probably referencing something specific that we had written about the etymology of, of vehicle or something but but yeah the show notes if you haven't realized that we're putting links to uh, notable versions of and sometimes other links as well uh mm-hmm. we've um we've uh, uh, done that since the first episode we we put links to versions of the song that we're talking about in the show notes uh, so you can scroll down and you can find those and you can pause, well not necessary in this episode since we've already played you one of the greatest versions of this song but uh, in every <laughs> Which other you can
0: find on all streaming platforms folks yeah Apple and music you can, you can Spotify. also buy it yeah <laughs> You can, yeah, you can actually buy it as well online. You can get it from CD Baby, if I'm not mistaken. I think we might also be on Bandcamp.
1: Yeah, and I mean, if you want. A physical copy of the album you can you can text myself and and Josh and or we, even
0: email the podcast
1: yeah and we will send that on to you like because we have uh, probably a couple of boxes left and we <laughs> will we will split the dough three ways between Josh and myself and and Rory and maybe we'll sprinkle a few bobs on the other lads that mm-hmm. that were. We're in the album as well.
0: Physical is the way to go, folks. Physical is supporting the artists and all of that good stuff. Uh, Streaming, of course, if you feel the need to stream, we won't complain. We're just happy to have people listening to our music, but we like to get the sweet, sweet cash. (laughs) (laughs)
1: No, but streaming is extremely convenient. And I'm really happy that there is such a large... Uh, library of traditional music on the streaming platforms I mean streaming could very easily have become um, like I mean it's easy for them to put up everything and just uh, like because because they only need server space but at the same time it could very easily have become something that was purely for popular music which Mm -hmm. would be uh, really limiting to anyone trying to explore new music and and there are a load of different problems connected to the algorithm and how like Spotify and other streaming services uh, only cater to what they already know you like so they only give you the the music similar to the things you you want. But if you actually actively go out and explore, there is so much, great music and a lot of traditional music out there on yeah. on spotify so for so sure i'm very the majority happy about of what that.
0: you're looking for these days you will find on the likes of spotify and itunes and all that yeah which is great absolutely yeah it helps us to know in because when we're searching for songs and info well at least anytime i give a name of an artist to christian the first thing he does is bring it to spotify yeah.
1: Um, by the way, I, I
0: just got this great idea,
1: and I'm just gonna throw it out there. We might have talked about it just between ourselves, Josh, but I don't remember. But I think that I'm going to throw together um, a Spotify playlist uh, yeah. of all the songs that we've covered. I'm gonna Amazing. pick one version of every song. Ooh. I'm gonna try to limit it. And we might have to do
0: some polls.
1: Yeah, we. Yeah, maybe. Like you, we can we can throw some polls out there. It, whenever like after the fact and if yeah. you because I'm gonna try to l- limit it obviously listoon Varna will have to be Christy Moore uh, but I'm gonna try There's many versions though yeah well yeah but he wrote the song like so but I'm <laughs> I don't gonna think try never sang hand-
0: that the same way twice <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but um but um I'm gonna try not to put um every like Christy Moore's version of every song in there. I'm going to try to yeah. pick a few different. Um we can, we can talk about bit. it Josh but but I'm I'm going to do that over over the next um well the next few days and we'll throw it up on on Facebook sometime next week.
0: Cool. So if anyone has any of their favorite versions of the songs we've covered so far, let us know. Yeah. You, like the more suggestions we get, the more options we'll have when it comes to choosing our favorite versions and Sticking the, sticking them on a playlist.
1: Yeah, just send us in a message to to the um, DM on Instagram or a Facebook message or an email. You can do whatever you want, and uh, um, we'll give you a few days to um, to send us in messages if you have any any thoughts on on um, on the songs. And the songs again, like I'm I'm not gonna read through them all, but. Um, the, the episodes we have done are the likes of Johnny Jump Up, and obviously we don't have a song called What's the Crack with Durolura, but other than that, <laughs> it, they're in the titles of almost everyone except for for the Finns. So Easy and Slow, and Lannigan's Ball, and Liston Varna, Working on a Building, Rare Old Times, Wind That Shakes the Barley, and so on. You can go into, into our um, playlist on Spotify or your favorite uh, podcatcher, and mm-hmm. you can just read through the episode titles and you see what songs we're talking about. And, and from there on, we'll try to, um, to stick them in every week in the same playlist so you can subscribe to the playlist. Um, and well, it's going to be Spotify. That's the only thing I have. I don't have Apple Music and I don't have Tidal. Uh, so if anyone that has one of those um, services has a subscription there. Wants to um, uh, copy the playlist and and create it for us? Then uh, go ahead. You're very welcome to just. We can send also the zoom start message.
0: sticking some uh, some of the versions up on our Facebook page and our yeah. Instagram yeah. Uh, now and then on our Instagram story at least. But the Facebook we can share some links from the playlist or just specific songs and get people to have a listen.
1: Absolutely. yeah. We need to get better to actually using the, the social medias. Mm-hmm, hmm Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> are, are we going into a full-on podcast administration meeting there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but folks, we do want some reviews too. They've yeah. been going well. They fizzled out for a while. We're looking to get back into them. If you want to send us any lovely, lovely reviews on Apple Music or any of the streaming sites that allow you to write reviews, there are several out there. I know Apple Music is the big kahuna when it comes to that stuff but we do enjoy to read your reviews and read them out online here and all of that so it's fantastic to see that you enjoy it too like i said when we started out we were doing this solely for ourselves it's great that other people are getting involved in the nonsense
1: yeah (laughs) absolutely freaking lootly absolutely I i hear myself saying absolutely a lot, absolutely and certainly, are my two. And now that I've said it, you're gonna notice it as well. Not only you, Josh. and Everyone's listening. So try to, try to. Um,
0: I've been noticing my catchphrases too. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few. Yeah, I'm working on
1: it. <laughs> I'm trying to get rid of them, but it is. But it is like um, there's had, another one. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's yeah. But but that's that's more of a an intentional catchphrase. It is. for it is. <laughs> Well That's what, what would it that the well, um, wordsnueluel <laughs> <laughs> um we we did actually have one more correspondence that Ooh. we we talked about mentioning that uh we completely um forgot in the beginning but we did get a comment on um our was it facebook or was it instagram um, Insta insta was it on instagram from a friend of mine uh, named Arna, uh, and she's saying that she's catching up on accidentally skipped episodes. Uh, be aware of those.
0: If you blasphemy,
1: accident- if you accidentally <laughs> skipped an episode, it's very easy to go back in and and listen again. So mm-hmm. we have that, a back catalogue these days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're real
1: pros. Yeah, fantastic to be able to see say that. Go, but go. Go back in and and listen to her. We have a huge back catalogue of of episodes, so (laughs) you can carve out your weekend and listen to to Turo But yeah, she's saying that um, she was listening while she was painting the fence. Very, very good of you, Anna. Um, And thought she'd nip in to tell us that rover is closely related to the Norwegian Röver R and the Ö, which is the O with a dash through it. Um, well it's the same as rover just a dash through the um, through the o and yeah. that word means basically a crook or um Interesting. Uh, like let's let let me just find the etymology I
0: mean some rovers are crooks <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but then again we have the word Röveristuria, which means uh, basically the same as a as a fishing story which i was talking about like something Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, something that it's very exaggerated. It's um let's see. Uh a, it's from uh Middle German uh, and it's a person uh, that um th- it is violent steals it's the same as a thief. It. Uh, but it what could regard? yeah it could also, yeah a pirate actually the the Norwegian <laughs> word for a pirate is a as in a sea a sea rover, rover. a sea rover
0: I like it I fantastic like it. great great stuff sea roving mean, songs keep them coming keep all
1: those <laughs> comments coming I love when we get things about the things that we talked about like when John Andrews uh, messaged us in in the Irish rover episode telling us uh, what was it that that uh Uh, barrels uh, of bones or something that bones were used as a fertilizer that's that's great stuff so if you know things that we don't and you probably do then send us in an email or message yeah (laughs) yeah josh i i think we're coming close to an end
0: i think we're doing good here christian this is this has gone well yeah i'm happy
1: I'm happy to. It's a lot better than than the thing that we did six months ago, seven yeah, months ago. Yeah, we'd want to
0: talk for another hour if we wanted to get anywhere close to what we did the first time we did this song. Yeah. <laughs> no, And um, we still wouldn't have gotten any more information out. Yeah, exactly. We're growing to be a little bit more concise, ladies and gentlemen. We are easing our way into knowing what we're doing, not that we ever do. <laughs> <laughs> it is
1: what it is, just to keep that catchphrase... Uh, going and kicking them alive so yeah who knows we still have the the og uh, Bound for Caledonia episodes uh, saved in a deep, dark place. Um, and who knows, uh, maybe we'll open dark that lock the hard drive and, <laughs> and and stick it up somewhere for, for only our most dedicated fans to see at some stage. But but uh, we'll see if we have any dedicated fans that actually want to listen to that before <laughs> that ever happens. So yeah. in the meantime, it's great to finally be able to present Bound for Caledonia to Rolura edition. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. That's so it for, for me. Ha- yeah, happy days the- in Touralura.
0: <laughs> I was just gonna say, don't forget to check out the album, Boxy Gang West Towards Home. Yeah. Head over there and give it a stream or a buy or all of that good stuff. And touralura from me as well.
1: Yeah. Touralura. Peace out. Slana you
0: Slan. <laughs> Sholiv Khanig Aran Naveen, up Ireland. (laughs) Hello, everyone. (laughs) What was that all about? Fuck, that was shit. Fuck it. (laughs) Go back. Oh, okay. That's there's your Easter egg right there.